0: It's about truth, it's about information, it's about awesomeness.
1: What did he say? What did he say? All the major internets do that. Well, this is where we are. Uh, let me say it this way. Ah! This is The Brian Suits Show. AM hey, 770 KTTH, reading out the teleprompter, repeat for emphasis, AM 770 KTTH. Repeat the Elon. Elon! Back in a second. Uh, Starbucks closing down due to crime, not because uh, they don't have a viable business model. <laughs> we, we run hot waters for ground beans and so we sell it. Uh, also, uh, the Kremlin answers the president's visit later today. He flies off to Saudi Arabia, the Kremlin, with an answer. And an answer for Europe and their, their kids that want to be warm this summer. We'll, I mean, this winter. We'll uh, be back in a second. AM 770 KTTH.
0: You're listening to a Brian Suits Show Replay on AM770 KTTH.
1: AM770 KTTH, Brian Suits here, and another one of the January 6th hearings uh, kicks off at 9 a.m. And it's it's crazy seeing one one network, I mean, is setting up like it's the third round of the U.S. Open. Or, 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 or they, they they have they really do have like the walk up sh- the pre show now then then the they're touting their big wrap up it's at nine a m eastern and which is I just checked the calendar this is a work day so uh, odd enough there um uh, there was a big uh, big throwdown big big shootout at a, one of these hippity hop concerts uh, in South Seattle uh, we'll get to that here in, in just a second and I haven't used my sports bed in a while but this is it's time for a hot Conservative sports day, uh, literally. Yes. Um, first of all, news to me that the Walton family, the Wal Walton Mart, the Walmart people, uh, are, are buying the Broncos. <clears throat> Didn't know that. So that's kind of conservative. But uh, former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice will be joining the ownership group. Oh, um, not just the board, the ownership group. We <laughs> hell. According to uh, they put uh, their bid in, and the Pat Bowlen Trust agreed to the price, four point six five billion. That's a lot of money. Uh, According to ESPN, they, Mike Conley's rice, um, will be a member of this AFC West uh, ownership group, and that means that uh, they will not be renamed the Russell Wilsons, who the Quitters. Pardon me, the Denver quitters. So, Russell's uh, new ownership group uh, will include, uh, there you go. Uh,
0: yeah, former Secretary of State under the George W. Bush administration from 2005 to 2009, I believe. And this should not come as a total surprise because she's a huge sports fan, first and foremost, I think.
1: she. I didn't know this. Uh, her family moved. She lived in Denver during her childhood. She attended the University of Denver where she got her bachelor's degree and doctorate. So she has conne- – because I was wondering, well, what's the connection besides the fact that she's a pretty well-known uh, sports fan, football <laughs> in particular. Yeah, they, remember, they were throwing her name around for NFL commissioner.
0: I was just going to bring – you <laughs> and I year, are in simpatico ago. completely, and I think she said that would be her dream job even at some yeah. point. So she could very well be on her way. Who knows? Yeah,
1: but anyway, history will record. This is one of the most underappreciated uh, people in, in America – Um, especially from the demographic she's from because she joined the wrong party. And she's told the story a million times that her grandfather became a Republican because the Democrats wouldn't register him. Uh, And uh, where he grew up. So While we're on this uh, conservative
0: hot sports take segment here, I have to bring up the... uh You said the the trigger word. You trying to drown me out? Did you see that they released the results uh, of Marion Barber's death? Former star NFL player. He died of heat exhaustion. He had all these mental health issues. What? The thermostat in his house was set to ninety-one degrees. They did this big I, what, investigation. I don't even
1: rem- remind me who he played the tackle football for.
0: Marion Barber. I think he was perhaps a running back for Dallas.
1: Oh, that's at now some that's point. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Young guy when he died, and then they also released uh, the results of Demarius Thomas. Uh, he died, I think, within the last year or two, and they found out he had very advanced CTE. And it just uh, seems like, Brian, I don't want to take the show in a depressing direction right now. We never do that. But more and more of these star NFL players seem to yeah. be passing away fairly young after leaving the league. And I'm still probably the one of the bigger NFL fans out there. But you can't help but notice these stories of these young men passing away that were
1: huge stars in the league. You want your mind blown? A final time in, in our hot sports takes. Uh, yeah, blown my mind. Does the, uh, the the British long distance runner? Does the name Mo Farah ring a bell? I don't. 2012 London so. Olympics, won the five thousand to ten thousand and set world records doing it. Then, then again, I want to say in 2012 a. a uh, a, a a guy from a region full of long distance running greats, and amongst those, he stood alone. So his, his name is Mohammed Farah, uh, originally from uh, Djibouti, a place I've been to. Uh, lovely place, lovely people. Not his name. Mm-hmm. He reveals in the story yesterday in London. Not his name. You know why? I did see this story. Now he was brought to up. England as a slave, trafficked at the age of nine. His yeah. father died in the Civil War in Somalia. He uh, so he makes his way to Djibouti uh, as Hussein Abdi Kahin, and somebody says, "Hey, who he wants to be a domestic servant in, in Britain?" And kind of like they 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 do at the southern border, only they instead of Britain they say Bakersfield, and. Uh, he uh, he finds himself in uh, London uh, to look after another family's children as Mo Farah as Mohammed Farah. In other words, he's known this all of his life. He becomes the most prominent long distance runner uh, in you know for a decade in the Olympics. And I think he won a Boston Marathon. Don't quote me on that. The whole thing, but but he was a human slave. You can he He, humans, he was he was human trafficked. He was a slave. You can quote me on that because I'm quoting from him. Uh, quote, I was separated from my mother and I was brought into the U.K. illegally under the name of another child named Muhammad Farah. He became the first British track and field athlete to win four Olympic gold medals. He said his children have motivated him to be truthful about his past. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, astonishing story, actually. And for anyone that thinks slavery is in the rearview mirror, there are modern-day slaves all around the world, including places like Great Britain.
1: Oh, uh, it's uh, yeah. crazy. And, and it's... um. I was involved in a group called Rock Against Trafficking, uh, Rat dot org. That's why they did it. And I, I, I was a little dubious about the real, you know, the the fire under their butt about doing anything. But w- w- when I had experience in the Horn of Africa, I, uh, I was that many years old when I found out that there's still open air slave markets in Puntland and Somaliland and Somalia. Wow. Um, and then pe- people are sold. To, to go work in sub-Saharan Africa, uh, Saharan Africa, and and all that. I mean, still to to this day, right now there's one going on, and uh, and and then also what's happening at the U.S. border um, is human trafficking, and people are are uh, they're they're tricked uh, into getting on the van to come to Bakersfield as a maid, but oh, you wind up at a truck stop in a motel six uh, in in Yuba City. Uh, working for for uh, some pimp, uh, and you're 15, um, by the way. so <clears throat> And by the way, to put a local spin on this,
0: I still remember not too long ago reading a story about human trafficking in Bellevue, and when law enforcement was interviewed about it, they said uh, there are countless individuals that have been trafficked through the city of Bellevue. And, oh. and I was... Taken aback by that sort of offhand comment, and Western
1: Washington, yeah, particularly
0: the word "countless." uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, of of course, with an with an open border, it it comes up uh, and it fills up all the truck stops in California, then into Oregon, uh, then then into Washington. Let me lighten the mood a little bit here. Yeah, that was heavy. And uh, so, anyway, former uh, former Olympic champion Mo Farah revealing his uh, real identity, and I, you know, I I really hope that. In in Britain, has really caused a stir because people are like, wait a minute, what do you mean slave uh, working in Britain? Well, I got to say the age of nine being brought to Britain and parked at a house and take care of those kids uh, and you don't have a passport or anything. I don't know what other word. Oh, by the way, you're not being paid. I don't know what other word uh, you would you would uh, make that. But anyway, the sports world. Rocked by some of the stories that we just uh, told you, um, <clears throat> and Russell Wilson's still a quitter. So, uh, all right. Well, l- when we come back, uh, a-, a shootout at one of these uh, hippity hoppity concerts in uh, South Seattle last night. Over fifty rounds fired, and panic ensued, um, stampedes, etc. Uh, and uh, Starbucks closing um, some uh, local stores because of crime. Uh, it's all part of. Know-It-All, and uh, we'll start internationally when we come back uh, with Know-It-All. I want it all, and I want it now. Know-It-All, first thing. Hey, I'm seven seventy KTTH. It's uh, time for Know-It-All, your chance to win by uh, knowing absolutely everything you need to know. Well, the other shoe dropped uh, from uh, Russia, but first, what, what was the first shoe? Well, the first shoe is that the president is flying off, uh, flying off to Saudi Arabia. The White House, making sure that you know it's not just, uh, it's not at all uh, to beg the crown prince of Saudi Arabia to increase production. There's other stuff, but um, it's really about the Saudi-U.S. relationship. Focused
0: on is his view that the United States has important interests to advance and protect, including in partnership with Saudi Arabia, and among other things, we have to work on increasing the prospect for peace in the region, for Israel's integration into the region, for the war in Yemen, as I mentioned before, for energy and food security, and for many other things.
1: And Maybe you should have thought of that before you called it a pariah state.
0: He also has a long and consistent record going back to his days as senator, including his years as vice president, including his time as president, where human rights is going to remain a feature of his agenda and an important feature of his agenda, and it will be on display while we're on
1: this trip as well. Be on display! We're going to show him a thing or two. Um, yeah, he's going to really emphasize those human rights as he's in their country. And then, by the way, there's not going to be a photo op at uh, Riyadh, at uh, King uh, King Khalid International Airport. Is that what it is? KKIA? Um, but there's not going to be a handshake, and there's not going to be that uh, that weird Arab kiss-your-face thing either. None of, that, none, of that weird, uh, none of that weirdo stuff. Not even a handshake. And they're going to blame the COVID probably on a very hot, windy day um, in, in uh, Saudi Arabia. And
0: there is a bit of cognitive dissonance here. Like you pointed out, President Biden did call Saudi Arabia a pariah and say that we wanted to isolate them more and kind of reveal the extent of their human rights violations and, and whatnot. But I think it's clear to anyone watching that the world landscape has changed in the past 6 to 12 months primarily because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and that does change things a little bit. It changes our posture towards nations that we otherwise would want to ostracize.
1: Not our posture towards Saudi Arabia. You think it's always been the same? It's always been like this well, but, because we need them and they need us. Yes, and, but Biden is, had hinted that we were going to— so naive of him, so childish okay. to call them a pariah state. right. You know, and do, and do that part. You know, the second Trump is out of the White House, you call and you say, "Hey, no more of that dismemberment crap. Mm-hmm. No more of that bone saw crap." And that's what you do. You don't. You don't run. So, yeah, oh, they're a prize state, buddy. You better check the globe. Oh, by the way, uh, I see my my good friend Vladimir Putin uh, announced a couple hours ago that uh, he'll be visiting Tehran uh, in uh, in a few days. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Iran, Iran said they're going to give some UAVs to Russia. Give?
1: They've gave? <laughs> give? Past tense? No, hasn't happened yet, but they're not giving them. Give?
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. They're yeah. Not, they're not
1: gifting. No, no, no. No, 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 uh, uh, no, uh, no, no. No, no. They are selling, and Putin's buying, they're selling. Um. Hell yeah! They're selling. They're also selling uh, training and, and the whole thing because the big push is kicking off. But
0: again, the, Brian, alliances are being made before our very eyes here. <laughs>
1: yeah, mean- but the, this the Iran uh, Russia alliance, has been forged in blood in Syria for you know with, with Bashar Assad's blessing and 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 the whole thing. This is this is why this is so immensely complex. The Washington Post today. With an op-ed, uh, uh, Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia erodes our moral authority. <clears throat> Speaking of moral authority, they, the the op-ed writer points out the fact that the the Turks were going to prosecute twenty six Saudis suspected of being part of the dismemberment of Jamal Khashoggi. Um, they called off the trial yay, because Erdogan flew to Saudi Arabia to to beg for investment money to tout because he's running for re-election. Air fingers. And he got it from Saudi Arabia, and it's purely transactional. Um, and also, by the way, last tangent, the Turks taped the entire interaction between the Bonsaw and Saudi Arabia. They, they had the Saudi consulate in Istanbul covered in microphones. They had it. They also knew it was going to happen, but they let it happen. And again, it's it's not an embassy. It's a consulate. They could have kicked the door with the Istanbul, you know, parking meter department. But they did not. They let it happen because they and then they figure, well, what's greater leverage that we release it publicly? Give it to the Americans, so we'll release it publicly. Or do we call MBS ourselves and say, hey, how about a couple hundred billion dollars in investment in Turkey or else this uh, happens to go on 4chan tomorrow? And. uh so I, I mean, d- just so everyone knows, this is you know, this isn't black and white. Saudi Arabia, it's not a good government. It's not in any way she perform a, a a government model that the that any American would feel comfortable in. It's a horrible place to live unless you're from there, and then you think, well, there's a great way to live, you know. It's it, it, but but you don't sit there and say out loud, oh, they're a pariah state. Not not with Iran months away from having a nuclear weapon, you don't. Because by the way, why do the Saudis need us? Well. Iran and they have for for you know 40 years anyway uh, is that thing one let's do this thing too second thing second thing here's a kid yeah did we already cover the uh, the drones we we From did, Iran? Right? uh yeah. the uh, J- James Webb Space Telescope uh, I don't I'm
0: I I under- images I get
1: this this is this is a big deal this that I'm not A PhD astronomist.
0: Yeah, I was very interested to hear what your reaction would be to these images released by NASA. These
1: galaxies. I guess they're stunning. (laughs) I'm a PhD astrologist. It takes a lot
0: to wow the modern mind, I guess. Uh, But like you, I wouldn't say I was underwhelmed.
1: I was fascinated, sure. I I can't. seeing, Seeing a picture of light... From eighteen billion years ago, I, I that cannot fit in my door of perception. My mind is too narrow for this. You're worried more about the here and now on this earth. I, I, I'm I'm blown away by this, but uh, I I'm always not. wonder what the cost was to capture these images. Well, it wasn't, and then I ask, is it worth it? It's exploration, but I, I you know I have faith that the people who understand how big of a deal this is are pretty blown away. And that's and what, to to see geeks get excited like anytime you see the Jet Propulsion Laboratory people with their mohawks and all that. And they've, you know, because after all, there's a helicopter on Mars, you know. It doesn't
0: make you that, that... contemplate the infinity of the universe. That and... I can
1: get. Uh, oh, my God, they put a UAV on Mars. It's so awesome. Here, have have more of my money. But but this, I mean, dare, dare I say, because you're going to see this on the news all day today, well, Look, kind of Photoshop? You went meh <laughs> when you saw this? Six I... and a half months ago, a rocket launched from Earth carrying the world's newest, most powerful deep space telescope. On a journey one million miles into the cosmos. First of all, that blows my mind. A million miles into the cosmos. Along the way... Hey, that, that doesn't blow my mind. I, I get that. I mean, I think I've got a million miles on Southwest Airlines in, in, in club membership numbers. Unfolding itself. Deploying a mirror 21 feet wide. A sun shield the size of a tennis court and 250,000 tiny shutters, each one smaller than a grain of sand. Put together, it's a new window into the history of our universe. And today we're going to... Anyway, this is from a guy who, if he can't wake up his smartphone, he says they can put a man on the moon, but they can't, you know. So all I, I, here's what I know. I'm supposed to be excited about this. So I'll take their word for it. I'm going to turn this image
0: into my lock screen.
1: Helicopter on <laughs> Mars. You know, that, that's my bar. A UAV, a drone on Mars. That's that's my bar for l- layman, uh, ec- ecstatic uh, payment of taxes to NASA. Anyway, like I say, the people who know what they're looking at say it's a big deal. So I'll take the word for it.
0: Uh, we'll be back in just a second. You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay.
1: Hey, I'm uh, 770 Brinks. here with uh, producer Greg, and I missed this whole Elon Musk uh, Twitter storm uh, about Trump over the weekend, I I guess. I I, I don't know why Trump was mentioning uh, Elon Musk up in Alaska, where uh, he, and and I agree, is uh, working to get uh, Lisa Murkowski... (laughs) Elon Uh, is uh, not not quite sure. But now I understand. I I guess he went at Trump. Elon Musk went at Trump about his age, uh, pointing out he's told uh, at he's now 76. He would be 82 by the end of a potential second presidential term if he runs in 2024. And Elon Musk said that's still to be chief executive of anything, let alone the United States of America. And it's interesting because it comes on the heels of. Uh, the New York Times article over the weekend pointing out that Joe Biden right now is older than Ronald Reagan at the end of his second term, uh, and we honestly think this guy's uh, you know running for reelection.
0: Americans, it's becoming more clear that they want an alternative choice.
1: Yeah, and, and so that's why I'm, I'm. So the New York Times runs a thing throwing Uncle Joe under the bus, and then today they publish a poll. New York Times Siena College poll and they and they show their work uh, It shows that uh, the headline is half of GOP voters ready to leave Trump behind poll finds as Donald J Trump weighs whether to open an unusually early White House campaign a New York Times Siena College poll shows that his post-presidential quest to consolidate his support within the Republican Party has instead left him weakened and then they go on, and I don't know if in the polls they said, but why, and, and the whole thing, but I'll have to read the poll. Well, about one-fourth of Republicans said they didn't know enough to have an opinion about Ron DeSantis. He was well-liked by those who did. So in, in, in other words, three-quarters said they knew they liked him. Uh, among those who voted for Mr. Trump in 2020, 44% say they had found a very favorable opinion of Mr. DeSantis. So I don't know if the New York Times knows anything I do know. Or, or the rest of us, but they're, they're pretty seriously. I mean, to spend money on the simple, on the question um, uh, and, and to run, you know, polls about amongst Democrats, 64% say Biden shouldn't run again. Clearly they want Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSantis. Um, and, be, and, and it's, it's funny because there hasn't been a favorable article written about Kamala Harris in two years. And it, it's, That's a she's really she's her good worst point. enemy.
0: No, she hasn't even come up in the conversation no. as someone who's
1: viable to run. And if uh, on CBS Sunday Morning, I don't have the audio because I don't care, but she was her, It was exclusive with Kamala Harris, and and they said, "Is Joe Biden running again?" And she said, "He intends to run, and if he does, I will be his vice president." I think that, to be very honest with you, I I do believe that we. Should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. Thank you. Exactly. Elon. Exactly. Elon. So, anyway, it's all it's up in the air. It's absolutely up in the air. But uh, I was more interested in Elon Musk's uh, tweet about the new yacht uh, Starlink. Was, uh, he launched, two, like, two rockets in 48 hours. I'm going to get even more satellites for my uh, Elon net. Yeah, I think I
0: might get a Starlink for my yacht.
1: Don't get the yacht one. Five thousand bucks! Oh my god! And it's it's the same same antenna, and and it's like, folks, get the RV one. I, I guess there's a there might be an income gap between those that have mega yachts, um the the SS oligarch or whatever, and and those that have RVs. Not sure, but um, but I'll tell you that the 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 difference between the RV Starlink and the yacht one, it looks like the same antenna, and it would have to be. They said yachts run on DC, R- yachts run on 12 volt DC, but they have inverters all over them. So slap, anyway, um, I have the RV one that, but I was interested in that. And is it still working out for you? Oh by my God. Way? Yeah. Yes. Every once in a while it'll dip out because there's not enough satellites and like one, I have so many trees. This is what's crazy is I don't have an open shot at the sky. Mm. And and I that uh, is uh, this is why I don't need air conditioning because shade 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 till about two p.m. and then about three hours of direct sunlight. No, it's it's doing great. It will occasionally drop out, but with more more of them Starlinks up there, it's going to be fine. Um, South Seattle, if you are wondering, well, should I um you know put some things aside and go to that uh, hip hippity hop concert? Turns out, good choice. Not going. Nobody was injured but over 50 50 shots, uh, shockingly, at a uh, hip-hop concert. Two people are recovering tonight after being trampled at a hip-hop concert. Good evening, I'm here, on Ryan I- See, trampled, not shot.
0: And this happened in Seattle Central District after dozens of gunshots were fired near a concert venue. There was chaos, as you can imagine. Hundreds of people at the concert
1: scrambled for safety. Kara Seven's Gwen Baumgartner spoke with one of the performers, and she joins us now from the concert venue. So in the background, they're showing all this footage, When why wouldn't they? Everybody is stampeding towards the door, holding up their smartphones, streaming or or videoing, the the mayhem and chaos, and so with with one hand up and only the uh, only the other arm to bat people away. Of course, people fell and were Washington Hall. Gwen, but nobody was shot. Yeah, those I spoke with believe they were running for their lives. And because there were just so many gunshots going off, they said it was very difficult to pinpoint where the gunshots were coming from, whether it was inside this building, the music venue, or outside here on the street. Now, we do have some video of the chaos that you saw. This was the moment the music stopped and the panic set in. In
0: that moment, what I was
1: thinking... And insert uh, interview with the performer here. Well, it turns out to be a drive-by. Uh, several cars driving by. No, no idea where they got the cheesecake on on that one. It was not shooting inside the venue, but it was uh, people outside. And, and, and i and I don't know. I didn't see any part of this report about is there damage to the building? Were they driving? What were they shooting at? If it was a drive-by shooting. Anna, like many at the concert, left shaken but unharmed, saying she's determined to keep performing even with the recent threat. I'm not gonna
0: let fear be the ruler of my life and stop making letting me stop making music you know music is healing you know music is good who was that talking uh, one of the artists yeah i was looking up some of the lyrics from these groups db Budabag and Capolo. i can't read the
1: lyrics on the air <laughs> no well that's that's totally on brand and uh, I, I mean i i'm 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 shocked that it would uh, attract a, a drive-by shooting. Seattle Police, by the way, uh, if anyone knows anything, please contact Seattle Police. The police have not made any arrests and are asking anyone with imp- any information to come forward. I, you know, what there might be a second stampede if you ask that. <laughs> Watch out, so you don't you don't want a um a, a repeat of last night when there were shots fired by asking for people with information to come forward. You know, one at a time, please. Get take a number. Um, all right. When uh, we come back, uh, some uh, news out of the uh, the ISIS line of succession. There's uh, there's an opening, and they're they're taking resumes. We'll be back in just a second. AM seven seventy KTTH. Uh, Brian. By the way, breaking news: ISIS still exists, but uh, they have a job opening. Uh, back in a second.
0: You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay.
1: Hey, hey, yeah, I'm uh, seven seventy KTJH. Brian suits here. Uh, by the way, for the record, um, Thor: Love and Thunder just did huge over the weekend, like a hundred and thirty, you know, million dollars, something like that. But it's funny because a lot of people said it was too jokey. Everything, everything I I like about it, it doesn't take itself too seriously, like any, like most of the Marvel movies. Uh, the, but then again, it's the fan base, and they want like some stupid mysticism and. Doctor Strange and and all that. Is it self-referential? Um, it's self-mocking. Yeah, it's kind of yes, exactly. And you don't mock that universe because so many people have invested so much time and uh, the whole thing. Without naming him, uh, the United States uh, Central Command, CENTCOM, uh, out of uh, Tampa, have uh, released information that the United uh, United States drone strike uh, has killed the ISIS commander in Syria, and he was taking. A solid number two at the time. He was in a car with his uh, second in command, is uh, what I mean. He did. His XO <laughs> is dead. That's true. XO. So, uh, what we do, by, by the way, is we developed towards the tail, well, let's say like around 2006, 2007, the the need for a very specific non explosive Hellfire missile for targeted killing was developed and Raytheon, a publicly traded uh, came up with the uh, the Hellfire Romeo Niner X ray, the R9X, and it doesn't blow up. It's a kinetic kill. It's a pure kinetic kill. And it's been it's been used since two thousand eighteen or nineteen uh, exclusively in Syria so far. You know, and a year ago, remember the day after the entirely predictable uh, a suicide bomb killed 13 American service person personnel and 80 or 90 or so Afghans the next day we got the suspected bomber but they they used a regular uh, hellfire so n- not just killing the wrong guy but killing seven children. So anyway in Syria we we use this thing now here here's the the magic formula with this thing is <clears throat> when it's in its terminal, Descent it deploys four blades, I mean, literally the size of samurai swords in in an X. They pop out and it hits your car. It's made specifically to uh, hit targets that are moving in an automobile. And it's got a really distinct signature when it hits a a vehicle. I mean, and it looks like a four-bladed samurai sword was dropped on a car uh, while in motion. Um, and it's astounding how how uh, a- accurate the things are. It also takes advantage of the fact that these guys don't drive their own cars. They have a driver and they have a, a driver's bodyguard. And so they, they always hit the back seat. And so anyway, the two ISIS, the A-team is in Afghanistan fighting the Taliban. The A-team of ISIS, by the way. Um, but this this these are the remnants of, of ISIS who, who uh, oddly enough, make their residences in the Turkish-occupied parts of Syria. just just the weirdest thing. And so, uh, anyway... Isn't
0: this the future of, of warfare as we know it, Brian? The death and destruction carried out by people on a computer screen with a mouse going click-click? Well,
1: click? It's, it's, the, it's been happening. You know, most of the CIA-operated drones are, are uh, operated out of people at Creech Air Force Base in Nevada. They're sitting there in Nevada... And and a drone, oftentimes a drone will be handed off from in mid flight. Right, it'll it'll execute a Pentagon mission, maybe of live reconnaissance of a raid that's going to happen over there. Blah 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 blah. We win, they lose, and then it goes over here and it'll execute a CIA mission. But it'll be the same operator sitting in a trailer on a hot day at Creech Air Force Base, uh, Nevada. So many many times they're downrange, they're local. Um, At at American bases in Djibouti, I heard, uh, and other places like that, uh, Bahrain. But but uh, these ones generally are coming out of they're flying out of uh, Kuwait uh, or uh, Bahrain. And then they orbit over uh, Syria. But they load this special missile when they know what the target is. It's not flying around looking for things to slice and dice. AM seven seventy K
0: T T H you're listening to a Brian Suits Show replay.